The Bread and Butter podcast acknowledges the Yagara people and the Turbal people as the traditional custodians of Mainjin, the lands on which we record today. We pay our respects to the Yagara and Turbal elders, past, present, and emerging. This podcast is brought to you by Hey Al Productions. Did I say good? Did I get you into it one more time? Maybe just in case. Okay. Bread and Better Podcast. <laughs> okay. Bread and Better Podcast. I feel like I am. <clears throat> Bread and Better Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to the Bread and Better Potty and welcome to our first mini dinner roll. So today's episode is a snack size portion of our usual content to tide you over until the next full main meal sized episode. I am Tegan, one of your hosts and your resident health and fitness guru. And I am Alex, your other host and podcast, oh I love this, Tegan wrote this for me, and podcast producing extraordinaire. We're keeping the intro brief this week so that we can hook into this little snack. Today we are going to be sharing a few reminders going into the silly season to help you feel your best physically and mentally. So for the segment to keep it on theme as we're talking about Christmas and we're just before Christmas when we're releasing this, uh, we're going to share our favorite Christmas food, but it might be the same as the food that you shared in our last episode, Alex. It might be. Can I Can I do a few? Yeah, go on. It's a hard Quick fire. Quick fire. Roast turkey. Live Done. for it. Yeah. Right. I don't know so if I go ape shit over turkey like you do. Can I cook you my turkey? Because I've changed sure. minds. Like Georgia and Ashton fries were always like, oh, I'm not that into turkey. It's dry. And then I made them my turkey and they were like, holy shit. Yeah, I'll have some turkey. Yeah, I'll make it for you. I'll never say no to food. Okay. So roast turkey. Love a gluten-free, dairy-free Christmas pudding with some custard. Yum. Custard is lit. <sighs> At nighttime after Christmas, I like live for that little pudding. Uh Pavlova, last year dad surprised us with kilos of Morton Bay bugs. Oh, fresh seafood at Christmas we is ate them really for days. good. That was amazing. Just bloody everything. On the pavlova, do you like a soft pavlova or a meringue shell? I like a soft pavlova. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love a soft pavlova. One year I did for everyone else, not for myself, Bailey's cream and like chocolate and strawberries and stuff. That went off. Mum does like a pavlova like wreath. Oh, like she, I yeah, did that one. Yeah, yeah. it looks yeah. really cool. Love. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a pavlova, but I Pavs. like the real traditional Australian pav with banana, kiwi fruit. Banana? Yeah. On a pav? You have to have it. It's the best. I like banana. Kiwi fruit. you got to have kiwi fruit. Kiwi fruit, strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of passion fruit pulp. Yeah. And a flake crushed up on top. Oh, yeah. Not that I can have that, but I do my dairy free one, guys. So we do this Christmas dessert and it's called chocolate log. Oh, oh, I've had a chocolate log. Yeah. It's very like alcoholic. Yeah. Like you dip the chocolate ripple biscuits in a brandy sort of thing. Yeah. And then you use cream to sandwich them together yeah. and then you put the cream over the top and flake on top flake is obviously a christmas staple and it like all just goes really soft and alcoholic and creamy and chocolatey and it's one of those things that i always have to make at christmas time or make sure that we have a christmas that sounds so good i made this maybe we should do a whole little like recipe reel but i made this thing last year and i know i don't have to preface this every time but just so people know it is gluten-free, gluten-free dairy free. 
<laughs> don't want anyone to like call me out. But um, I crushed chocolate biscuits with Olivani and you set that in the freezer. And then I get like vanilla ice cream and mash it up with fresh cherries and chocolate ripple, oh, a bit yum. of peppermint in there. And then, yeah, put it on top of the chocolate bicky and then another layer of chocolate bicky on top. And it's a like frozen massive ice cream cookie sandwich. sandwich ice cream. Yeah. It's delicious. Oh, I love all the Christmas food. A glazed ham always goes oh, off too. Glazed ham. Glazed ham always goes off. Yeah. I love to do a good pork crackling for my dad. I feel like when I nail the pork crackling for him, it's like so satisfying. Okay. Do you want to know a chef tip yeah. for pork crackling to get the best crackle? And I got yep. this from Recipe Tin Eats, actually, not even from my chef training. Oh, yes. But instead of having a rolled roast, yeah. you actually unroll it yeah. and you want to have it as flat as possible because then you have the most surface area showing yeah. so that you get the crackle all the way around because you know how the sides aren't crackly otherwise? I think actually that I use the same recipe. And then if it's like uneven, you put like foil balls underneath to make yes. it all nice and flat. Yeah. Yes. And That's then, the elite way to cook pork. Yeah. And I like wet mine, dry it, and then And you don't do the oil. crackling at the start. You do the crackling at the end. Yes. Yes. Yeah, my mm-hmm. stomach just rumbled so loud that I'm unsure if the mic is going to pick that up. Oh, I'm so excited to see in editing. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yes, Christmas food, delicious. And, yeah. you know, we're going to probably get into it a little bit. But can I say my favorite Christmas drink? Yeah. It's the, and I said to Kev the other day, I'm like, you keep your eye out for it and you buy as much as you can because it sells out the Bundaberg Christmas ginger beer. Oh, there's a Christmas ginger oh, beer. Oh, my God. It's delicious. I'll bring you one. It's like all spice. Oh, yum. I love. Oh, and it's got vanilla. It's so good. Oh, I love a spicy yeah. Bev. Yeah, it's delicious. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm, me too. So, I was going to preface this by saying, with our food. It's okay to enjoy ourselves over Christmas and do that guilt-free. It's a really special time of year. And just like one day of eating really healthy isn't going to make you reach your health goals. One day of not eating optimally isn't going to take you further away. So enjoy this time with family. This whole episode is about the silly season and it's a few reminders. So Christmas can be magical, disappointing, relaxing, stressful, joyous and sad, all rolled into one festive little package. So today we'll be sharing a few of our favourite reminders to make this Christmas one to remember for all the right reasons. So I love this sentiment. Do you want to lead us into the first one? Yeah. So the first one is presence over presence. So that's prioritizing time with loved ones over expensive physical gifts. Yeah. So I think that there's just so much stress over the cost of Christmas. People get really stressed out about having to buy presents, especially if you have a big family. So I think it's really important to like discuss budgets and be really open with what you can and can't afford or not doing presents or doing secret Santa, um, things like that. But to really like put down the phone and just enjoy your time with those people. Like I would much rather see the people that I love for a nice meal or like my friends for a nice meal over someone giving me a gift. Yeah, I 100% agree. And, you know, I'm part of a really big family as well. And I've got kids. My brother and sister don't have kids. So I always say to them, like, please don't feel like you have to spoil them. Like, honestly, they're just happy to see you. Mm. If you want to buy them something, they would be over the moon with like a $2 fidget. Yeah, like like one of those. Um, those chocolate stockings that just yeah. have like a few chockies they in them. They live for that. Last year, my brother bought Magnolia, one of those fluffy balls. It's just like one of those balls with all the like squishy stuff on the outside. 
and I think it was like $3 from Kmart. It was her favourite gift. Yeah. She'd, and I think it was also because it was from him like, yeah. and she adores him. So, yeah, definitely agree with that. I am spending my Christmas with my whole family, my Auntie Chook, who people might know because I talk about it all the time. Uh, her family is coming. So I'm so excited to be in their presence and I don't think we'll be doing presents or anything like that. We're just all so happy to be together. Yeah. I think it's really important to have the conversation beforehand. Like my family, uh, we're getting together a little bit before Christmas and I was like to mum, are we doing a secret Santa? And she said, nah, we're doing it really simple. Everyone's bringing a dish, no presents, just everyone getting together. And I just think that's, you know, so important to take away some of the stress over the costs. Like it's not about the gifts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't want people to feel bad. You just want everyone to enjoy themselves. So like like, yeah, taking away one stress. And I think, you know how you always, um, not always, but sometimes you get someone a present in case they get you a present. Yeah. But I mean, have you ever given a gift and the person not giving you a gift back and you think, oh my God, I can't believe that they didn't get me a present. No, never. I just no. love watching people react to the things that I buy them. I do genuinely love yeah. giving Same. Uh, giving gifts, but yeah. I do, you know, kind of value the presents over presents. Yeah. yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. So the second one I put, keep moving. So you don't have to do your full workout routine if you don't want to, but some sort of movement over the Christmas period is going to be really good for you. And I'm not going to dive in too much because that's something that we're going to be covering over the next episode. Just some ideas how to keep moving over the Christmas and holiday period in a way that feels really good. Yeah. So this next one, just remembering that Christmas is not a happy time for everyone. So thinking of all those who have lost loved ones recently and people that don't get to see the people that they would like to, people who have to work, people who are financially strained at this time of year. So just being extra aware of those around you and aim to spread love and kindness. Yeah. And I think especially, you know, people that have lost loved ones, it's always a time of year that really highlights their absence. Yeah. And it's really hard. Yeah, absolutely. And also appreciating that not everybody celebrates Christmas. Yeah, definitely. There's so a lot people of people out there that, that come from different cultures. And I think, you know, coming from a culture that does celebrate Christmas, we get all big and uppity about <laughs> the whole Christmas thing. So just a reminder that some people don't celebrate Christmas and to not push your beliefs onto them. Yeah, absolutely. So we just already touched on it and we were talking about Christmas food earlier, but start to incorporate Christmas foods into your diet now in small portions. So why not make the yummy food last longer than one day? So it might mean like getting those little mini paths yes. and making them like your nightly dessert instead of your little moons. Yeah. Oh, that's a, good, that's a very good idea. Yeah. I saw oh. that actually in one of my clients' food diary this week and I was yeah. like, oh, she's doing it already and I didn't even mention it. Okay. That is a very good idea. Yeah. And plus it might mean that you're less likely to overeat on the food when you get to the day because you've already been able to enjoy it. Yeah. But it might mean that you do too and that's, that's okay. That's well. okay. And that's okay. <laughs> so try to keep a balance of feeling your best and not missing out. So I think sometimes when people have really specific goals, they feel like, you know, Christmas occasions might be a bit annoying and get in the way of that. Like just a reminder that it is about that presence and, you know, you can have that balance. Not every meal needs to be indulgent, but on the flip side of that, not every meal has to be a salad. Like there is room for yeah. that middle ground and to incorporate small amounts of these, you know, really yummy Christmas foods into your everyday 
everyday diet to really that's, maximize on deliciousness when some of these foods idea. are only seasonally available. Yeah. Well, actually, Kev surprised me the other day. I should have said this is one of my favorite Christmas foods. Kev brought me home like a pack of cherries. Oh, how good are cherries? Oh my God. I was so excited. I was like, just devoured them. Cherries, light cheese. Yeah. Oh, Do you know what? I can't really get around light cheese because we had too much access to them when we were younger. And uh, you know, when you just like overeat something. Yeah. Yeah. But I did that with mangoes. Oh, so I didn't like mangoes until like the last few years. Really? I was like, eh, give or take, not really fussed on them. Um, and I think I was telling someone the other day, like I used to find mango like too much work. Oh, like it's yeah. sticky. You've got to kind of make sure you're eating over a plate. Yeah. Like you've got to have I the whole I cut mine seed. into dices and eat it with a fork. Oh, do you? I did yeah. like the pop thing and then it goes all over your face. Yeah. Delicious though. So the next one is a reminder to practice patience, especially with your family. Uh, There can be some obligation that goes along with Christmas and we can find ourselves getting unnecessarily annoyed at little things. So there's always, you know, a few events that you need to drag the kids around to or, you know, get everything done or you need to make sure you're here at this time and here at this time to see everybody that you need to see. And there can be a level of obligation and annoyance in that sometimes. So I know that that's true for me. So just remember that I get to mentality and be grateful that you have family to be annoyed at. Yes, that's so good. Okay, so the next one, take time out for you, especially if Christmas demands a lot of you and the mental load is high. Basically, if you're a female. LOL. LOL. That's on the script. This is very, this is very good advice something that I need to take on board. I love hosting Christmas. It's like my favorite thing to do and it can get stressful, but I just embrace it. I love it so much. But yeah, I think I put so much into preparing and this might be good advice for you as well. If you are hosting, I prefer to do everything the day before and in the lead up to so that on the day I can just really enjoy it with my family. So this year we're doing cold dishes. So I'll cook all the roasts the day before and we're just going to eat it all cold so that I can just like have the best day. Yeah. That's such good advice. Yeah. It's like my dream to host a huge Christmas. Yeah. We used to do when I was younger with my friends, we used to do what we would call orphan Christmas at night. Yes. Because often, um, because my parents are divorced, often they would both be away on the same year. And then that year I would be like, oh, what am I going (laughs) to do? What do I do? Yeah. So a few times I got my friends together and like some of them did Christmas with their family in the day and then Christmas dinner at night and we all kind of like pitched in and it was really awesome and I've hosted a very small family Christmas but I like love hosting and dinner parties and things like that but I you know really know how to prepare for things like that from my background in chefing so that I don't need to be in the kitchen the entire time but I think we've all been at a Christmas where you know ourselves or our mom or our nan has just spent the entire day in the kitchen and that's just you know not it not it at all but I can guarantee the food would have been Oh, amazing. Me, my mum and my nan all in the kitchen at the same time is hilarious. Yeah, I love that. So it's like, oh, you're doing that like that. It's not how I would do it. (laughs) Oh, you're doing that. It's it's chaos. Oh, that's It's chaos, but it's like my favourite fucking thing in the world. It's the best type of chaos. I love it. I even love everyone in the kitchen washing up afterwards and cleaning up and everyone puts all the stuff in the wrong place, but it doesn't matter because everyone's so happy. Yeah, that's what I loved about my family Christmas in July, just like everybody in the kitchen, like having a crack. 
the best. We did an orphan Christmas when we lived in New Zealand because everyone was from overseas, like they're doing seasonal jobs. And it was one of the best Christmases I've ever had. I hosted in like the big house that we had at the property we were on. And it was just such a joyous day. We were completely packed out. So we had a hundred campsites filled. All of the cabins were filled and we took the day off and everyone respected that. And we had guests that lent us their stand up paddle boards. It was just one of the best days I've ever had. Orphan Christmases rock. Do you know, we had a really good Christmas one year and it was like a really spontaneous last minute thing where we went out for lunch for Christmas and it was like on my bucket list to do forever Yeah, to just get dressed up in nice clothes and go out. We went to the regatta in Brizzy and they put on like a three course lunch with all you could drink champagne. Nice. And it was such a highlight. Yeah. Loved it. So good. I remember when we were little, we went to this Christmas buffet at Kanangra in the back of Bow Desert and there was a golf course there with like a resort and stuff and it was such a fun Christmas. I love a like unconventional Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good to shake nice it up. To shake it up. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is to not forget that everybody's social media is a highlight reel. So we don't see the burnt turkeys, <laughs> the family fights and the kids that absolutely ruined their outfit right after they got that family picture. <laughs> so comparison is the thief of joy and don't let it steal yours. Yeah. This is so good. And actually I will admit I was guilty of this last Christmas. So like on Instagram, it looked like I had the most amazing time ever which I did but I was actually incredibly ill and in the ED on one of the days when I'm posting all these beautiful photos because I had had a really nice day and I was in the ED waiting room posting the photos of this beautiful lunch I had had yeah that's it's not the full picture hey yeah it's not the full picture and I think like I love on Christmas night getting into bed and going on my phone and seeing what Me everybody's too. Christmas day looks yeah, like yeah I love but that. like try not to do it in the day but like yeah. put your photo up so everybody can see a little family pic love yeah. that but just remember you don't know what's happened you don't know what's gone down yeah it's just a highlight reel it's just that that from mine to yours yeah and just be present with the yeah. people that you love so the last one that we had on here was to remember to give generously if you can so there are many organizations that help the less fortunate at christmas time so something small to you can mean the world to someone else so if you're able give your time to those that might be feeling lonely as well yeah there's actually like a lot of different variations of that and I can pop some links to this in the show notes and also might put some things on our Instagram because every year the kids take their pocket money and we'll go and buy one of those things off the Kmart wishing tree. So you can do $3 or whatever you have. The idea is that you then go and buy something for that amount from Kmart or Target do it as well. And then like a um, toy. Yeah, toy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you put it under the tree and then that goes to someone. Or like the food drives. I always like to get involved with a food drive. Yeah. as well. And there's also, if you do have like more to give, there's this really cool program that a lot of my friends do every year and I'll, I'll get the link to this, but you get matched with a child or a family that their parents aren't able to give them any gifts that year and they'll write like a little wish list and then you can go and fulfill the wish list. They really want. Yeah, yeah. It's really beautiful and last year, this is so tough. Christmas makes me so emotional. <laughs> last year, my friend Maria did it and this little girl asked for presents for her brother instead of Oh, and it's just so nice. So anyway, my God, Christmas <laughs> really gets me. Christmas is, it is yeah, it's yeah. like I said, a lot of emotions. Yeah, it is. But anyway, pull myself together. Okay, well, those were our little tips to remember this Christmas. And I did include a segment at the end here, but I didn't tell you about the segment. So we're going to go, what is one of your favourite Christmas memories from when you were a child? Oh, okay. Oh, this is a good one. Do you want me to go first while you have a little thing? Yeah, you go first while I have a thing. 
So on my dad's side of the family, there is a lot of us. So my dad uh, is one of nine. Oh, wow. And my cousins, I don't have a head count. Yeah. I'm going to say that they're, we're in the 20s. Wow. First cousins. So when we would have Christmas at my grandma's, it was hectic, like lots of people. And I just remember that it felt like the pile of presents and my grandma would buy presents for all of us. Oh, my God. Yeah. She would buy presents for absolutely everybody. And the pile of presents... It was like a mountain yeah. in my mind. And it wasn't like she would go overboard, but everybody would have a present. Yeah. And just like so many kids, so many cousins, <sighs> so much food. Like we would just sit out the back. It wasn't anything fancy. Yeah. But just like having a big family and doing like a big family Christmas like that was, I, I have really fond memories. Yeah, that's so fun. Big pageant family Christmases. That's awesome. So many people. That's probably why I'm so loud. <laughs> Got to talk over everyone to be heard. Yeah. I I love that. That sounds so fun. So one of my favorite memories, okay, I'm going to just have to say is getting my Barbie dream house. I remember that so vividly and I have a photo of it. That might be why I remember it, but I remember I was like four and it was bigger than me and that was very exciting. But also this is a really funny memory. My nan, who's one of my favorite people in the world, she's agnostic, but my pop's quite Catholic. So when I was little, we used to go to church on Christmas day and one year we were sitting there and the like hymn was about to start and my nan's really funny. And I don't think she did it on purpose, but we were like, you know, really bored because we were little and the hymn's about to start and my nan just goes, hallelujah, like at the top of her lungs. It's just like the funniest thing ever. And it's just stuck in my mind for like all of time. And it was just like, that was a really nice Christmas day. Like she'd made us these baskets and they had all of our favorite things in them. And I think I got rollerblades and yeah, I've got a lot of beautiful Christmas memories. Thank you for snacking on the mini dinner roll. We hope that your Christmas is everything you wish it is and more. And if it isn't, don't worry. With a bit of luck, we have many Christmases ahead. If you are struggling this Christmas, don't be afraid to reach out for help. Christmas can be a really challenging time for many reasons, and we recognize that it's a triggering time for many. See the show notes for some useful organizations that may be able to help. We have one more episode before the big day. We'll be diving into staying active over Christmas and setting goals for 2024. So we will see you then. See you then.